1: That's me. That's you. We're talking about how to set yourself up for success um, as new parents. And happiness. And happiness. And enjoy your babies and children, yeah. In terms of setting ourselves up for success, what do you mean, Kath? What, what are we going to...
2: Well, I look. I like to look at a few areas um, in parenting and, and it's sleep, uh, behaviour, um, not in parenting, <laughs> but as parents, but for children, sleep yeah. in children, um, behaviour, food and play. So those areas we'll talk about in depth, but I'll, I'm actually going to
1: talk about that with young Matthew Boyd.
0: G'day, Kath. <laughs> How
1: are you? Your <laughs> obsession with the AFL is just, <laughs> Matt Boyd, obviously your are um, Western Bulldogs Premiership player, captain, you're currently um, defected to... Collingwood,
0: the, the, yeah, the Collingwood. You can mm. say it; it's okay. You I can do. say, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My family's disowned me, so um, that's, <laughs> that's all right. I right.
1: still love you, Maddie. <laughs> you're, you're the development academy coach.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so working with their one to four year players uh, at Collingwood. So the players who first get drafted and obviously take a little bit of time to, to get through the system and become regular AFL players. So just helping them um, sort of on like their journey. parenting
2: too. It's isn't? very,
0: very much like parenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very much setting yeah. boundaries and. Yep. Uh, Play. giving guidance. Yeah. yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta, well, yesterday I had to ask some of the boys if they've been eating the right foods yeah. before and after training. So yeah, very much yeah. like parenting, but I, I sort of feel more like a big brother to them than a, yeah. than a, than a dad to them. So um, I've got three of my own beautiful children at home that uh, I certainly have to... um Keep on top of with the food and the, and the <laughs> behaviour.
2: But, Matt, you're, we've um, known each other for, well, over seven years now because Chloe is nearly seven. Seven, yes, seven. Yeah. We've t- had lots of talks about... You know, especially that early days with with um, behavior and and sleep and food. Um, so, what do you what do you think about, especially sleep? You know, you know, and you know how I think about doing the bath late at night, giving that bottle, getting them to bed, doing it every night, sort of the same old thing every
0: night. Yeah, well, uh, you talk about it a lot, but, but I think kids love routine, mm. and, and my kids do, and maybe that's because. My wife Kate and I are pretty keen on the routine at yep. ourselves, but we set a routine from from day dot really. Um, Chloe slept in her own bedroom from the from the day we brought her home from the hospital. We got I'm yep. not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's worked for us. And did I you think, do
1: that consciously?
0: Yeah, yeah you made we, that choice. Yeah, we made that we made that choice. She spent one night in our bedroom with <laughs> us. Um, she had reflux, so obviously oh, she did. we, we didn't quite know what was going on at that stage, but um, so. After one night with us, we said no way. Very it's not, noisy. It's not happening again. Um, so we just set set boundaries and set a routine for for Chloe and uh, and that was from as I said from day dot really. And she's a she's a kid that goes to bed at seven pm and she doesn't get out of bed till seven am when we go and get her.
1: What, um, what about what about Asher, who's four and a half, and James, who are, who is
0: two? We've done the exact same thing. Um, you know, you make little adjustments along the way because there's no cookie-cutter approach to kids and, yeah. and, to, and to parents. You've, you've got to do it in your own sort of way, but uh, very similar boundaries and, and routine for, for all three kids. And, and um, Chloe and Ashes, they sleep in the same bedroom now. So you've got a little buddy to, yeah. <laughs> to go to bed with, but they they still go to bed at 7 o'clock uh, and wake up at, at 7. We might hear them chattering at you know, <laughs> 6.30, but yeah. they don't get out of bed. And James is the same. Um he starts his he starts his bedtime routine around 6:30 where we give him a bath, brush his teeth, mm. read him stories. He has he's just dropped the milk. He's dropping that now, so we yeah, we we go through that bedtime routine and and it works really well for him. Mm.
2: It makes them happier children, doesn't it? Like it it's that they then it rolls over to their behavior during the day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It, getting Getting good sleep is critical, um, mm. not only for the kids, but for the for the adults as well. And, Everything. And I, I I love my kids dearly more than anything in this world, but at 7pm it's almost the best time of the day <laughs> because they're in bed and Kate and I get to sit down and have a meal together, yep. relaxed meal. We get to put a TV show on, have yep. a conversation. Talk to each other. Talk to each other. Yep. We might have a last of – she might have a glass of wine or something, yep. have a drink or something yep. like that, and we – um, not that she's a big wine drinker, um, but but we get adult time together yeah. and, and I think that's and really critical. And that's good critical. for your
2: relationship too. Yeah. I mean, you have to have time when you don't want kids getting in and out of bed and, and you know, we're not sitting here talking about Disneyland, you know, it's it's just, and I know you and Kate, you work at it. It's, it's hard work. It's consistent. You've got to
1: do it. You've got to be strong and you've got to be firm and consistent
0: yeah, absolutely. with children. You yeah.
2: can't.
1: Muck around with it. Okay, so, you know, all the conversations we've had on this series and, you know, just any of your friends, I've got friends who are struggling with their little people at the moment, setting those. How, how do you do it? I mean... Well, with sleep for a start, you don't start sleep training at 10 months old.
2: It's it. Well, it is possible. You can do it and you can turn sleep around at any time. It is really easy to start training from the will give them good habits from day one. How do what we looking for? We well you you you've got to do that, you know, bathing, bottle, if they've got to be fed, they've got to be, you know, they've 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 have to have fed. They've got to do a lot of play. They've they have to have tummy time lots during the day. If they don't have that balance of lots of food in and lots of play out, it's like us. If we don't eat enough and we don't exercise enough during the day, we don't sleep well. The same thing, it's common sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We, we found the same thing. And um,
2: Did you find a difference with, ja- um, with James as a boy, different boys well, and girls?
0: Yeah, we have found a, a bit of a difference in terms of, of behaviour sort of things and just innate things that boys do. Yeah. He's, he's, and now he's now two, so we're talking about an older, an older child, but um, he's he gets drawn to Cars and yeah. real physical sort of activity, Very physical play, mm. uh, is a bit rougher than the girls, and we haven't been any rougher with James than we were with yeah. with with the girls. But I think that's just part that's of his innate thing, his, his isn't it? DNA. Yeah, it's, yep. uh, um, it's years of <laughs> millions of years of evolution, I suppose. But yeah, we did find. Just going back on on your point in terms of the routine, and and you're saying it's hard work. It is hard work initially. Mm. It's not easy to do it you've got to be disciplined and you've got to um, stick to it. And when mm. things aren't going right, you've still got to stick to it yep. and try and see it through because, um, talk about Kate, she gave up her, she gave up a lot of her life, yep. early days, to set routines and yep. to make sure well, we, we didn't go out that much. We didn't go out for late dinners or anything like that. It was just one of those things that we thought we'll, we'll pay the price now in terms of, you know, I say pay the price in a, in a literal sort of sense, but we did the hard yards early and then it's it's paid off. It's funny
2: you say that, Matt, because um, to get a child in any sort of routine, they have to be in the same place day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out. And you, as parents, have got to do the same thing. If you're all over the place, the kid's going to be all over the place. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah.
0: It it can become a bit monotonous at times and you do this... (laughs) It does. Groundhog Day a little bit. Yep. But it's really important. And I mean, in saying that, we went to a friend's house... A couple of couple of months ago, and we got there early for an early dinner because we're like-minded people, and they have, yep. they have two young kids, and they were the same as us. We yep. wanted to keep our routine, and so we got there early. We had an early dinner together. All the kids had dinner together, and at seven o'clock we left. Yep. And as we're leaving, next door neighbors are coming in with a bottle of wine, walking into their for their. Dinner. Starting their dinner, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and we're going. we're, we're eating, we're and then we go home. home. So <laughs> for our routine, um, yeah. So it, it's um, yeah.
2: I know, and it's uh, you really understand where people are in their life when you you are going out at five o'clock for dinner, yeah. and um, it's sort of, uh, it's really <laughs> no, it's that. And then it, when you're sixty, you get to the point where you go still going, you back
1: out at um, five, five o'clock, o'clock for dinner.
2: sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right. Can I
1: ask what some of the explain some of the maybe some of the mistakes people might make? I know you say consistency, but is it, you know, what are some of the challenges you might come up against with your little people when you're trying to instill sleeping routines?
2: Well, I think that the hardest thing is when exactly what Matt said is being firm and consistent and consistent and consistent. Mm -hmm. And you're so tired. It's a, you really have to dig deep with the tiredness and you have to help each other out with the tiredness. You're right. You do give up Part of your life, and that's what parenting is. You don't sort of have a baby and think, "Well, you know, I'm going to continue with my life as it is." You you do give up part of what you're doing to sacrifice you, you for your child, and um, if you if you cut corners. Something's going to give you know if you cut corners and um say bring the kid the baby into bed with you and because it's just too hard to to resettle and go through some hard yards overnight, it's not going to work no. you know it's just it just doesn't work
0: no Kate and I um when when we had Chloe initially uh when she was very young um and there was times where she had reflux, and we weren't quite sure what was going on. And so there's there's a lot of hard times that you go through, and you call them sort of the dark days where you're not getting much sleep. And but we still stuck to the routine, and and we'd actually put Chloe to bed, and um, we go, "All right, we we talk to each other and say, right we know there's going to be a hard time tonight. We know there's going to be something that doesn't go." Whatever whatever happens tonight, I still love you. Yeah. And and whatever I say, <laughs> I, it might be out of fatigue. Not out of yeah. Not out not of anything. Malice. Not yeah. out of malice yeah. or spiders. Yeah. Just yeah. fatigue, and and we'd have that understanding before, yeah, before the night would even start, and yeah. we'd, we'd support each other. And I mean, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't have asked for a better mum no. than, than Kate. Yeah. was it is to our kids.
2: And you too. I mean, I, I saw it firsthand as a really great partnership. You know the bath and it was just it was it was a production line which was which it worked and I love seeing that that you've that the kids love it they respond to it that you know dad says this is this is when bath time is and and you're involved and we're going to wash your hair we're not going to say. Would you like me to wash your hair? We're going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not negotiable. Um, and, and that's one thing that, you know, what you're talking about where the pitfalls, you know, you, it's like you don't negotiate with with toddlers or terrorists. I'm sorry. You you, you just bloody <laughs> no, do just it. Just tell them.
0: We we have that saying in our house all the time when one of the kids asks for something else. We go, we don't negotiate with terrorists. No. We're we do, <laughs> we doing the, it. We are the bosses and that's our... <laughs> that's it. But no, I used I mean, to say, it, sounds, it sounds worse than they actually is. yeah but, I know. Uh, yeah. I mean, by no means... Are, is our household the perfect household? But it's just I think we've we've put some pretty good parameters in place yep. and um, the guidelines and, and you can be a little bit flexible within those guidelines with, with how you... Yeah, you know, I know. We're not are talking are, about
2: the Brady Bunch for anyone and, no. and, and I, I'm the same. But I can remember saying to my son when he'd say, you know, Can I do it? And I'd say, no. Can I do it? No. And I used to say, I'm not saying, don't keep asking me, so I'm going to change my mind and I'm going to say yes. Like, I'm still going to say no, so stop asking, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because children have a really great capacity to wear you down. And um, I know with mums, it's really tough because if you're staying at home with children and they're at you and at you and at you, the easiest thing to do is give in to say, look, just have it, have yeah. the phone or have this, just have it because it's really tiring. There's nothing worse than kids whinging at you all the time. Giving in to kids is is, is easy.
1: It's it's really good not to. It's rec- it's the rectifying afterwards. It's the hard work, the bad yeah. habits.
0: Well, yeah. kids just you go, create bad you're, an habits easy, you're an easy, it. yeah, yeah that's they, right. And they keep doing it and they keep doing it. I'm, yeah. I'm certainly no expert on it, but um, it's... It, it can become tiring and it can wear you down, but I think that's why it's so important to have a designated bedtime because, you know, I get I can I can get through just about anything else. I can get to, you know, for the day because I know 7 o'clock, kids are going to bed.
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Maddie, so what happens when they come out, those little things, they come out, Kath, and they're just like, I'm not going to bed at 7. You just pick them up, put them back in their bedroom? Just
2: it's not it's not happened hasn't happened doesn't happen hasn't happened, hasn't you just, happened yet in, you in set it house? up to start with and it's just it's just not negotiable and that's what so I'm they grow with, up
1: literally going to bed at seven and
2: that's why I wanted to talk to Matt because I know that in in and and you know as I, as we're saying we're not talking about the Brady Bunch and I know Kate and Matt very well but I was the same this is what happens these are the rules it doesn't happen bed is at seven o'clock end of story like you know and kids know kids love these boundaries they love to know this is what's happening because they feel very safe mm. they don't if they think mum's going to if they're going I want one more book and then mum comes in but I want dad to come in and then dad comes in but I want mum to come in and mum comes in but I want another book and <laughs> mum comes nah like the kids are all over the place and they feel chaotic so th- you know it's not great for the kids to feel like this mm. so they need mum and dad to say this is what we're doing this is how we're doing it and this is when we're they're doing it. They love it. So kids feel secure in their own little body, in their own mind because they've got mum and dad. You're the teachers. They have no idea what they're doing. And I explained to so many mums and dads, these kids, we take Chloe, she's seven. She's only been here seven years. How old are you? (laughs) (laughs) Twenty something. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: wish yeah. There's thirty five.
2: Thirty five. So yeah. you've been here thirty five years. So you've got you've got all those experience that those years of experience um, on top of her. That you are the parents, so you have to teach her your experience. So there are a lot of lot of children who have got they've got the capacity to talk and fight back and and have a conversation. And as parents. We just want to do the best for kids. So a lot of parents get intimidated by kids and they think, oh, we're hurting their feelings. We'll give in. No, we're the parents. We're in charge. And I sound like I'm a real school mum, but I tell you what, it works. Don't be afraid of your kids. do you know, set be the boundaries. afraid of your kids, great. But it really is. People are afraid of their kids. Mm. I see it so many times. They're afraid to say no. That not only happens with babies, but it happens at teenagers. When they're 15, they're, they think they're actually um, they're old enough. Well, they can go, they can go and walk the streets because they don't have to parent them. By God, they still need parenting. I've got a 24-year-old. I still parent him,
1: yeah. you know. Okay, so you set up those boundaries. Maddie, you obviously did really well at that. Kath and Maddie, what about what about food? So the other one of the other areas we're going to talk about is food. What are the pitfalls there you could get into?
2: Well, pit, well, with with food is that some children aren't ready to eat, and it it becomes an issue with out in um the community that <clears throat> at six months the children or four months even that there's so much pressure again on women that they have to give food to children and some kids just aren't ready to eat girls boys some girls are different your girls are very different aren't they yeah, like they are. very different it gets to the point where some children get what's called a feeding aversion they they just won't eat and they won't swallow food or even chew food because they're being shoved in this food when they're not ready and this is at 6 months of age personally let it happen they're going to go to school eating drinking talking toilet trained they're fine Calm down, like let it happen. Like you know, we're too too busy bragging about our kids on solids at six months. Relax.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's the the key point, isn't it? I, I sort of try and relate parenting back to back to footy, which is my expertise. No, as No, well. I
2: think it's great. Matt. Um,
0: and all all the time in in footy and in sport, you're always comparing one person to another person and trying to line them up against each other and oh at this stage of their career they were doing this and this and this. Same with kids. Oh, at six months um, my my daughter was eating solids and at nine months she was crawling and at twelve. Yeah. You know, if you if you wish your, your kids' life away through reaching milestones, well, you you'll wake up one day and you think, my kid's twenty and I yeah, I didn't enjoy that. No. I didn't enjoy the, yeah. the moments and so stressed. And I think I think we sort of fell into a little bit of that trap early. Oh, I can't wait for Chloe to crawl and yeah. can't wait for her to do tummy, all yeah. those little things. And I was just like, just relax and enjoy the and process went, along the way because yeah. now we've got a, a two year old little fella and he's past all that. And we're like, we'll never well, get baby, that again I because know. we're not going to have any more kids. Go oh, um, on, Matt. No One way. More. No <laughs> way. <laughs> no, I've told you all the good stuff. <laughs> um, but going back to the point, just let, let, compare the kids to themselves, not to others.
2: Yeah. Did you find that the girls were different with with eating and and James?
0: Different? Yeah, um, uh, I think Chloe and James are a lot more similar than Asha. Asha's yeah. a, a fair bit. Um, she's a unique character. She is. She's very happy with she's herself a, and beautiful. She's happy to spend time by herself, where yeah. Chloe wants constant attention and always yeah. wants yeah. to be stimulated and all, that, which is which is fine as well. But yeah, Asha's certainly her own. Yeah. Well, talk about food she was a big baby.
2: <laughs> she was layer upon layer, wasn't she? Those legs. She I'll never forget those like legs,
0: the, like the Michelin Michelin girl. <laughs> she was. And um, funny story, uh, she wasn't crawling for a while, and we was like, "Oh my, when's this going to happen?" But we put a, a like a biscuit in front of her, and she crawled after it. <laughs> <laughs> so she was uh, highly motivated by food. food. Um, but even even going back to food, and Kate didn't breastfeed for a long period of time mm. because. Chloe had really bad reflux and there really, yeah. was a really whole bad. lot of effort going into getting breast milk and 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 Chloe would just vomit it all back up again. Yeah. And so we under your advice, don't be afraid of formula. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we we're weren't afraid of formula right. and, and got it on a bottle, which meant that I could actually feed help. and yeah. help and create yeah. a connection with with Chloe, which was which was awesome. It was yeah. great for me to be able to spend time with Chloe just giving her a bottle. And yeah. so everyone's different. You don't have to you know, um, stay with breastfeeding forever or yep. you just do what works for you and yeah. I think that's the most important.
1: Yeah. As they get older, like as they get to that point, did they all, your kids reach that solid at the same
0: time or as Kath's saying, all different times? All, all different. Yeah. All different. I think they go in a bit of um, peaks and troughs in terms of food as well. Yep. Some
2: And also different in, you know, first child, second child, boy, girl, like, if the third child is different because they just tend to eat, you relax, you're more relaxed, oh, and you just throw yeah. the <laughs> throw to yeah. food. I'm the eighth child. It was like oh, yeah. <laughs> lucky to get it on, on the ground. On the ground.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, funny. We we sheltered Chloe from a lot of like you know, yeah, chocolate yeah. And, yeah. and ice cream and milk, like all the fun stuff that you get to eat as kids. She never had any of that until she was probably three, <laughs> three or four, and then um, as she comes along and she's taking. Bites out of Chloe's Easter eggs, and <laughs> you know, as so, that's for James. So, so, James, so you. Yeah, you are you are a bit more relaxed as you have yeah. more and more kids. You sort of go, okay, it's not going to kill, not gonna kill yeah, them. It's yeah, that's right. Them.
2: It's like as formula. Long... What we're talking about, you know, it's 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 a it's a good it's food made for babies. It's yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. We're not going to poison children, you yeah. know, by giving the babies formula, and and it's better than the kids starving. For God's sake, exactly
0: right. Yeah.
1: What are you both of your thoughts on parents who? You know, when they cook the meal, it comes down to seven o'clock or six o'clock when we're eating and the child says, I don't
0: want that, I want something different.
2: Go to bed. They're not going to starve in Australia, seriously.
1: <laughs> what about you, Maddie?
0: Yeah, um, we've, sent, we've sent our kids to bed without food before, without, yeah. without dinner, um, but they know. They learn pretty quickly. They learn quick and they get up and they eat their breakfast really quick the next day.
2: (laughs) Seriously, it's it's learned behaviour and I have seen and I hear about people who follow their children around with a spoon that... And to, to feed their kids, they get so obsessed and anxious about giving their children food. This is not good association with food. We've, we need people to be relaxed. And so food is a nice association that they're sitting down at the table and, and having food. If the child doesn't want to eat, that's fine. Now, when you get to, you know, like a two an 18-month two-year-old, they will have a small amount. They will eat a lot for a couple of weeks. Then they won't eat. They'll have like, yep. you know, Vegemite sandwich Every night for two weeks, and then they—they they just they, then they'll eat a lot. They just—they don't eat properly for a while. Mm. So, it's—it's. It's we and we. All, you also don't need to cook. A, have a gourmet meal for it or a menu for children.
1: What? What, what? What? Actually, I guess what's staple? Like what is appropriate? Are you, well, fruit and vegetables yeah. and, and some meat. And, yeah. You know, like normal protein, food.
0: <laughs> bit of protein <laughs> and protein, bit of, veggies. Veggies, veggies. And fruit. yeah, oh, and a staple, some yogurt. A staple yeah. in our house is chicken and veggies. Yeah, kids just have chicken and veggies. Like. A couple it's, of nights a week, yeah. or um, some, lamb chops and veggies, or anything. some cutlets
2: and, yeah. and, and some steak, and 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 um, fruit for um, from dessert with some yogurt, um, and you know toast and and um, cereal for breakfast, or some wheat bix and um, um, uh, porridge, porridge, that sort of stuff. I mean, it's just basic food. You don't need. A- a- like, you don't need a big menu for children.
1: They're children. You need their taste buds to be satisfied just with regular food. I remember, sorry, a friend of mine. Her mum used to work at a at a kindergarten, and she told us a story of this little girl turning up with in her lunchbox with caviar oh, and geez. biscuits. Look, like, but I mean, like, it, it's so insane to think that you would do that. And maybe there are people out there that do it, but w- why would you do that?
0: Well, I think you'd, I think you really. When your kids get a bit older, you feed them what you'd like to eat yourself. Is that what happens? I mean, that's, you know, some, look, I, I'm i pretty simple sort of taste buds sort yeah. of guy. I, I wouldn't feed my kids caviar because I don't eat it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. just whatever you like to eat. But don't you think it's a, comp- um, it's a, you know, like it's a competition too that my kid can have this and there's a bit of that. Yes,
0: sometimes. I think life becomes very competitive. Very competitive. It's it's just like we talked about before. (laughs) 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 Talked about before is everyone compares each other to someone else. We'll just just compare them to themselves. and and Be their own person. Be their own person, exactly right.
2: And, you, you know, getting to... You know when children are going to childcare, and um, you know there's these issues with nut allergies, and you know other children with nut allergies, they're not allowed to take this to childcare, they're not allowed to take, you know, certain products to childcare. Mm. So you know the cleaner and the more basic food that they can take, the better. So you need to have that starting at home. So there's so much anxiety around food because people want their children to eat, so they make a bigger song and dance about it.
1: So we just need to relax around food. And, Make it easy. And and like the sleep thing Set some um, some boundaries you were saying in terms of this is what we're having, that's all your yeah. option is. Just have that. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, Just, just so, eat, eat your dinner and, and, and get go to bed. over it and, and then you can <laughs> go and play. All right. So this is the, the other one, Kath, that you're talking about, behaviour. Like we know that when, once little kids, you call them little... Terrorists. I don't like. I, can you say that? I feel bad. Sure,
0: I, I don't know. I can say it in my house, but I'm not sure if I should have said it on the radio. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, the no.
1: Okay. Yeah, the, the toddlers and things. But, you know, it yeah. just. What. We know that some little people have. Or they all go through stages where they're just losing their minds and they're very demanding, yes? yes. Discount, oh,
2: yeah? Look, they're. I I love them because they're they're complete maniacs, you know, and they go from zero to hundred because they can. And I think as adults, wouldn't it be great when you feel like someone's really annoying you that you can get on the ground and just go go away? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice to deal with people like that, Matt?
0: I've probably done that a few times <laughs> myself. But... You
2: can you on the you're on the oh, footy field. You can yes, do that. Yeah. But it's um so so children the way they deal with. You know behaviors. Say, for example, you're coming home with a new baby, and if you've got a new baby in the house, it's just the whole atmosphere has changed for them. They don't know how to deal with that emotional change, so they know something's happened. So, what they do is they regress and they change their behavior. So they do things like they bite, they hit. If they're toilet trained, they will stand there in front of you and they will literally wet their pants in front of you and because they just don't know how to hold the distress of the mother holding a child, they don't know what's happening because they can't verbalise it. Mm. They can't say, there's a baby here, I don't know what's happening, my life's changed, you're not loving me, you're loving that kid a bit too much. So rather than t- being able to talk, they they do something that they're going to get the attention from from the mother. So in, in that situation, you actually overlove the child. Like, come here, come to me. I love you so much. You give them so much love and attention. They go like, leave me alone, mum. Like, just let me go. Yeah. So, so in the in the toddler behaviour um, or the early type of behaviours, you've got to set up how you react to behaviour, and with with. Little children, especially when we're talking about six month old, if they change their behaviour for some reason, like six months old, they usually change their behaviour because they're not well. Like they're not changing it because they're naughty because they just can't they don't understand naughty. So when children are getting sick, they tend to change their behaviour a couple of days beforehand and they start to to be really weird or they're whinging or they're crying. and so, uh, you know, it takes a bit of time as a parent to understand that, doesn't it? Do, yeah. do you know that sort of stuff?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. We went, we've been through that multiple times because kids get sick at different stages, and, yeah. and we're like, oh, what are we doing? We're doing something wrong, and yeah. um, you know, call Kath. Yeah, what does Kath, what Kath <laughs> think? <laughs> give, and it's usually the advice that you usually give is they've got they're, they're coming down with something. Something. They're, give, they're, give they're some they're teething Yeah, or they've got a fever, or there's something wrong with them. It's not it's yeah. not their behavior it's just their, yeah it's just their reaction to, to, to the circumstances. Cha- and
2: so. and if they have some panadol and they change their behavior or they they settle down you know that they they they're getting something that they're unwell and then you actually have to treat their symptoms and then keep the panadol going and then usually in a couple of days something declares either they get a cold or they get a gastro or they get a rash or something comes out yeah. that you know and go. Oh, that's why they're why they're they're unwell. So that's how you learn about your child, rather than thinking, oh, there's something wrong with them. They're naughty, and they're you know they're really bad today. And you know you make them try and go to sleep. It's it's just
1: trying to understand what's wrong with them. So when when do you know that there's that they're sick, and you getting that as a parent, you have that feel. So when do you know that they're having bad behaviours, that the little personality is fighting for?
2: Well, look, it doesn't start till probably later. You know, like, um, you know, when they're when they're going to when when it's bedtime and they're really, you know, reacting to bedtime and they. Do not want to go to bed, and they're playing mum and dad off with each other, and they just will not go to bed. And that's when the the you you have to be firm and consistent, you, and you have to do a bit of tough love, and and that's when the bedtime has to stick at the same time. And you and you either have to have the same parent do the same routine every night, and kids can they can put on a pretty good show, can't they?
0: They can definitely scream.
2: Yeah, yep, yep.
0: and well, yeah, we we've, we've gone through. Um, similar thing recently with, with James, a two-year-old, and change behaviour. Yeah. Um, he, he says, no bedtime, yeah. no bedtime. But yeah. we go, no, mate, you go to bed. <laughs> yeah. And you go to bed. And it might be two or three days of him saying no bedtime and, yeah. and putting on a bit of a song and dance. But then 10 minutes later, he's asleep. Yeah.
2: Because so you just, just don't give in.
0: Because you, you just don't go in and, and bow down to it. You just go, mate, you go to bed and that's it. We'll yeah. get you in the morning. See you later. And
2: that's, and that's, that's <laughs> parenting. That's not thinking, oh, he doesn't want to go to bed. Not worrying about like his feelings, and I, and I sound bad like that. It's not you worrying about his feeling. It's that he's not sick. You're not putting him in danger. He's safe. He's fed. He's well. He's just saying, "I don't want to go that you, into bed." You're going into bed. I think it's kid, parenting, and, and I
0: think kids want to test the boundaries. Of course, they, they do. have to. It's, yeah, and it's part of their part of their growing up. Yeah. I, I think, and um, part of them learning what yeah. they can get away with, and if you if you. Consistently give in to what they what they want. And,
2: yep, and yeah. that's how he's. You're right. That's how he is going to learn because if he if he does stretch the boundaries that are other with other things like um like play and and food, he's going to experiment. Yep. Whereas he probably won't say that for a few more weeks or a few months about going to sleep. You know, is yep. he is he stopped?
0: Yeah, he stopped. stopped? Yeah, yeah, you know, he stopped. He yeah. you now well, now he asks for bed. <laughs> yeah, he goes, I want bedtime, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he gets his little monkey, and he loves oh, he cute. loves his little monkey, and um. Goes off to he bed. goes
1: to bed. Yeah, it sounds full circle. So you make sure that, that they're fed, that they've had, they go to bed and they have great sleep, and then so I'm assuming that their behaviour is always, you know, it's on pretty on track in the mornings. They've had enough sleep and it does. Oh, and you, and behave, when they, yeah,
0: behaviour is not always on track though, is it? It's, it's oh like, no, yeah, you know, no. It it sounds like oh our kids are they perfect, but they're no, not. They, they have be- bad days of behavior, and you go, "What's going and on?" And they here?
2: fight, but, and they kids are at each other all the time, and you feel like you're you're the kid police all yeah, day, don't yeah. you? So, don't do that, and don't do that, and stop. Like, yeah. please do. Like, it, parenting children or a child is is full on, and it's it's just having the having the the skills to. You know, to control that and to you know say this is what we're doing now, this is what we're doing there, and and doing it in a positive voice rather than don't do that, don't do that, don't do that, because that's when the e e e e e comes out. It's saying how about we do this outside, or how about you do this, and how about you do this? How about we sit down and have something to eat? Cut it up for kids. Kids just they have to have um, bite size. Yeah, they have to have bite size.
0: My, Kate is the master. At- at doing that, Kate at, is at, dis, at distracting. I'm the I'm the master of just yelling, going, <laughs> "Shut up! You're killing me! What are you doing? <laughs> You're the football." And, and uh <laughs> oh, I got to leave the house and I walk out the door and I'm, I go for a walk around the block or something, and I get home and Kate's diffused the situation just by distracting the kids yeah. and saying, "Distraction's hey, the best, uh, Matt." What I, look, let's let's try this out yeah. instead of instead of sucking about that. Let's yeah. try this, and she's so good at it. And yeah, it's, I'm lucky that she, she's as she balanced and measured as she is.
2: And I've, I've said it before that there's a, uh, on, the, on the podcast, on this podcast, that there's a great poster that I used to have on my fridge. And it was 75 Ways How to Encourage Children. And uh, I had it on my fridge for years and years and years. And just when at times when you want to say, oh my God, you know, like, please. <laughs> and it was like, oh, you're a wonderful child, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There were just some sentences that there were just these, all these little yep. words of encouragement. Yep. And and there were times when he thought, I don't know what to say. Yeah. And <laughs> it was like when you want to say, shut <laughs> the... <laughs>
1: You give a word of encouragement, well, a, and it was
2: like, "Aren't you a lovely boy?" Yeah. <laughs> it did sound like a bit like a robot, but need, it gave you that. words. It gave you words to say because it's tough. Yeah. It's it's um, it is good, and we probably have said things that may be a little bit negative sometimes. But the fun things um, watching children grow and and the successes of of having a routine and having kids eating. They're not going to eat well every single night. They're not going to eat um, a full meal. They don't have to finish their plate every single night. It's not, you know, they're not going to starve. They're not going to starve, you know. Like as long as they're eating um, and drinking, you know, a good amount each day, that's that's the main thing. And um, passing urine and their bowels are good. That's, that's important. Um, Behaviour, you know, they're going to misbehave. They're going to cry and they're going to embarrass you outside. But you just have to take a deep breath and say, come on, let's go home. How many times have I left the, the, the supermarket with the, the shopping in the middle of the supermarket and said,
1: going home,
0: yep. not going
1: past <laughs> go? <laughs> have you had that, that behavioural stuff in, in the shopping centre?
0: Oh, yeah you, yeah, you have it. You yeah. definitely have it. I've tried <laughs> to put it out of my memory. Um, <laughs> And move on, but oh you just gotta yeah, you sort of go, when you get home, kid. Yeah. Oh. But it, no. yeah, you're not you're not like that. It's just you know it's a passing thing and, and they, you just you know, gotta they're gonna move on and you've you just, just gotta, gotta go
1: home. Yeah. There's sometimes you just gotta go home. Like it's just not worth it. Yeah. All right. So setting yourself up for success, what are the what do we take out from this? What are the key takeouts? Don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And there goes your podcast, cat. <laughs> No, right.
2: um, it's, it's about routine to start with. It really is. As far as sleep, start with, the, with the, the bath, bottle and bed straight away. Like, you know, the night you come home, it's really important. And that sets up everything. You don't start your routine later on. You start day one, and and even if the baby sleeps two hours to start with, then they sleep three hours. They're not going to sleep seven hours to start with. They don't sleep through the night four months or years. It's okay. You've just got to start somewhere. Same with food. You start Whenever, six months, seven months, there's no hurry. They're not going to starve. They're going to eat at some stage. Behaviour, you need some boundaries. You've got to have yes means yes and no definitely means no.
1: Yep. And so what about you, Coach? Maddie? <laughs> yep. You mean so,
0: your tips? My, uh, my tips, oh, well, I mean, what's worked for us is just that routine. Um, the the kid, bottle, bath and bed. Yeah, the kids understanding what's going to happen and when it's going to happen and, and, and sticking to it and being really disciplined with with that. It sounds like a bit of a boot camp, but it's not. It's it just parameters around your life really mm-hmm. and, and it makes your life a lot easier and, and it gets to a point now where our kids are a bit older and, and we can now say, well, you can stay up for an extra half an hour now because you, you've behaved yourself, you've eaten your food, you've done this, you've done that. Um, so... The the girls can start a little bit later now, and they know that.
2: And that's what you and we as parents instill in our children mm-hmm. a a lifestyle of of habit and routine that they feel comfortable with and yep. they feel safe. And that's what you have to do feel that comfort. Yeah, thanks, Maddie. Go um, bombers. Yeah. I mean, go what, what? Calling You don't line. even know to do <laughs> it. <laughs> thanks so much. No and, worries. Glad um, to be it's here. been so great to have a chat to you, and um, awesome, lots of love to the kids and Katie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she loves your call. I, I know, I <laughs> know.
2: She does.
1: She'll have a giggle. <laughs> thanks, so, Brookie. Thank you. This has been Birth, Baby, and Beyond with midwife Kath Curtin. Executive producer is Brooke Carrigan. Audio production by Darcy Thompson, and music by Matt Nicolich
2: Listener.